Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So insurrectionist Jacob Chansley, the so-called Q shaman, will remain behind bars pending trial. Let's have a look inside the judge's order denying his release. And together, let's enjoy the justice. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So, insurrectionist Jacob Chansley, this guy, desperately wants out of jail pending trial. So he filed a motion asking the judge in his case to release him pending trial. And that judge just denied that request. The judge is Royce C. Lamberth. And what I want to do is just take a few minutes to go through some of Judge Lamberth's order to try to answer the following question. How seriously is our criminal justice system taking the cases involving the insurrectionists, the people who attacked the U.S. Capitol, who hurt police officers, who hunted our legislators, who did untold damage to the People's House, all of which was inspired and incited by Donald Trump. How seriously is our criminal justice system taking these cases? I think if we go through a few passages from Judge Lambert's order in the Shaman case, we're going to be able to answer that question. First of all, who is Judge Royce C. Lambert? Well, I can tell you he is something of a lion in D.C. criminal justice circles. He was first appointed to the federal district court in Washington, D.C. by Ronald Reagan in 1987, and he's been a judge ever since, going on 35 years now. He has done and seen it all. He was the chief judge of federal court in D.C. He was the presiding judge over the FISA court. And I am proud to say I spent six months in trial before Judge Lamberth trying a RICO case. And I can tell you based on those six months and other cases I had with Judge Lamberth, he is as strong and determined and no-nonsense and law and order oriented a judge as you're ever going to find. Um, and I was proud to have tried cases before him. Now, I want to take you through a few of the passages from Judge Lambert's order denying Chansley's request for release. Um, and I'm going to do my best to keep my snarky editorial comments to a minimum. We'll see how that goes. Uh, here is the order. It's 32 pages issued by Judge Lambert in the case of United States versus Jacob Anthony Chansley. And I want to read a few passages. So first of all, Judge Lambert observed that, quote, the defendant's unmistakable outfit that day included a horned coyote tail headdress 
red, white, and blue face paint, gloves, and no shirt. Apparently, the shaman wanted to stand out in the crowd. Defendant carried a six-foot pole with an American flag zip-tied to the shaft and a metal spearhead fixed to the top. He also carried a bullhorn. Once inside, police officer Keith Robichaud attempted to calm the rioters and move people out of the area, but defendant used his bullhorn to encourage the crowd, yelling things like, quote, this was their house, and that, quote, they were there to take the Capitol and to get congressional leaders, close quote. Once inside the Senate chamber, defendant began pounding his spear on the ground and screaming obscenities. Defendant announced that he was going to sit in Vice President Pence's chair because, quote, Mike Pence is an effing traitor, but he didn't use the abbreviation effing. Defendant then scrawled a note to Vice President Pence on a piece of paper sitting on the desk reading, It's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. Judge Lambert's order continues. The defendant later made statements explaining that he entered the Capitol, quote, by the grace of God, and said that he was glad he sat in in the vice president's chair because Vice President Pence is a child trafficking traitor, And in an interview with NBC News, the defendant boasted about his involvement in the events of January 6th, saying, quote, the fact that we had a bunch of our traitors in office hunker down, put on their gas masks, and retreat into their underground bunker, I consider that a win, close quote. Judge Lambert's order continues. So after the shaman, defendant Chansley, was arrested, he was presented to to a magistrate for the first determination on whether he should be jailed or released pending trial. That magistrate was Magistrate Judge Deborah Fine, and here is what she found. Mr. Chansley broke through the barricades, unlawfully entered the Capitol building, disobeyed police orders to leave, refused a police request to quell the crowd using his bullhorn, and instead ran up onto the dais where Vice President Pence had been presiding just minutes before and scrawled a threatening note. Mr. Chansley's willingness to very publicly attempt to obstruct the official duties of the United States Congress, certifying the vote count of the Electoral College, makes clear his disregard for the importance of following orders during official proceedings, such as the D.C. District Court case, now charging him with serious crimes. Further, on Twitter in late November 2020, Mr. Chansley had previously promoted identifying and then hanging those he believed to be traitors within the United States government. He promoted hanging United States government officials. And then what does Defendant Chansley do? He submits an inmate request for religious dietary accommodations based on his shamanistic faith because he eats only organic food. This religious man, this man of the shamanistic faith, 
promoted hanging U.S. government officials. But for him, it's all about his religious faith. Judge Lamberth's order continues. The defendant's conduct on and after January 6th indicates his willingness to resort to violence to undermine the legitimate functions of the United States government. Now, defendant, like every other person in this country, has the right to assemble and to peacefully protest. What he cannot do, however, is storm into the Capitol building during a joint session of Congress to stop Congress from certifying the results of a lawful election. Now, I guess that would be, you know, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley's job. That was some of my editorializing there. Judge Lamberth's order continues. So, at the hearing... And in the brief he filed, the defendant characterizes himself as a peaceful person who was welcomed into the Capitol building on January 6th by the police officers. The court finds none of his many attempts to manipulate the evidence and minimize the seriousness of his actions persuasive. And then Judge Lamberth goes on to highlight again that the defendant made statements on Twitter promoting, identifying, and then hanging those he believed to be traitors within the United States government. Judge Judge Lamberth's order continues. Defendant argues, and I love this, folks. Defendant argues that, but for the actions and words of former President Trump, he would not have entered the Capitol building. Oh, can we just put a pin in that and remember it? when Donald Trump is on trial for inciting this insurrection, because Mr. Q. Shaman, one of the leaders of the insurrection, said, but for the actions and words of Donald Trump, he would not have entered the building that day. Mm. Judge Lambert's order continues. The fact that the defendant attributes his actions on January 6th to President Trump does little to persuade the court that the defendant will not act in the same or similar ways again. In fact, in his interview with 60 Minutes, that's right, while he was locked up, pending trial, he gave an interview together with his attorney um, to 60 Minutes. In fact, his interview with 60 Minutes, the defendant stated that he does not regret his loyalty to former President Trump. The court finds unpersuasive defendants' arguments that he should be credited because he admonished others to go home when Trump finally tweeted that it was time to go home. Tellingly, defendants cited, decided that it was time to leave, not because of the violence and destruction that took place, but because President Donald Trump told him to. And... Judge Lamberth's order continues. We're we're getting close, folks. He says that he just wants to go home to his mother. This is what the head insurrectionist, the Q shaman, defendant Chansley, tells the court. He just wants to go home to his mother. His mother will be his his third-party custodian, and she'll make sure he complies 
with all of the court conditions that are set if the court releases him pending trial. And uh, Judge Lamberth wasn't buying it. He said the defendant's mother repeatedly stated that her son did nothing wrong on January 6th. She said her son was merely, merely, quote, walked through the open doors and was escorted into the Senate. And, and her son is, quote, sitting innocently in a prison cell. The judge said, you know, the court is not persuaded that the defendant's mother will ensure his compliance with any conditions of release imposed, and the defendant has identified no other custodian other than his mother. (sighs) Lastly, Judge Lamberth said in his order, last but not least, the court must address what surely must be the most remarkable assertion in the defendant's brief that temporary relief that temporary release is necessary because defense counsel is currently unable to privately communicate with his client to the contrary just a few days ago defense counsel conducted a lengthy video conference with his client that meeting however was not used to discuss legal strategy but instead was used to conduct an interview with 60 Minutes, a national news media outlet. The issue then is not that defense counsel cannot confidentially communicate with his client. The issue is that when defense counsel is able to speak with his client, he squanders the opportunity for private conversations, preferring instead to conduct a public interview. Such media appearances are undoubtedly conducive to defense counsel's fame, but they are not at all conducive to an argument that the only way defense counsel could privately communicate with his client is if the defendant were released. Given defense counsel's decision to use what could have been a confidential video conference on a media publicity stunt, That argument is so frivolous as to insult the court's intelligence. For these reasons, the court finds that defendant has not met his burden of establishing a compelling reason necessitating his release. So, sorry about your luck, Mr. Shaman. The state of the judiciary remains strong. I know it seems frustrating sometimes. I know it feels like we've been waiting for justice to come, particularly to Donald Trump and his corrupt family members and his corrupt executive branch officials, his aiders and abettors, his criminal associates and enablers. It feels like it's been an eternity. But I do believe, I do believe justice is coming and justice matters. 